Hi, welcome to Bite Size Bible Studies. I'm Pastor Luke. If you haven't been here before, our goal is to spend just a few minutes together in God's Word, let it activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. I really hope, as you spend a few minutes here with us, just looking at Acts chapter 3, that you are using, if you're one of those people who's at home, finding yourself going a little stir-crazy, I hope you're using your time to get into God's Word, right? Instead of you, you going through and trying to find something on Netflix, Instead of you going through and trying to find another show to read or some other Instagram story or whatever, sit here and realize that this is an opportunity to get into God's Word and to get into depth. Uh, the point of bite-sized Bible studies is not to be your one little piece of Scripture that day. Um, if this is all you're go going to get, there's a reason we call it bite-sized. If all you're getting is something bite-sized to nourish your soul each day, it's not going to be enough. You're going to starve. But I hope this is a catalyst that leads you to deeper study. And when you find yourself stuck sometimes without some of the distractions around, some of the things that are so easy at pulling us away from what we really should be focused on, stop searching and grab the book that your father has given you. Grab the good word and, and dig into it. There's so much wisdom here. There's so much beauty here. Uh, there's so much that just reminds us of how awesome our God is and why we love him and why we follow him. And so I just want to encourage you, as you have those times, as you may have a little bit more time at home, maybe looking for ways to entertain yourself, looking for ways to, to fill the hours, pull out the Bible and just dive in. Dive in, because this will never be a waste of time. Never ever. Uh, we are in Acts chapter 3. We've been going through the book of Acts. And in Acts chapter 3, we find one of these stories of a miracle. And it's one of the stories because of the way it's set up that to me just speaks so much about how the kingdom is, period. So let's go ahead and jump in, Acts chapter 3. Uh, it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, uh, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on them, and when John and Peter said, look at us, so he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and then they know that it was he who sat begging for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Uh, what I love about this story is, it is, not only does it reflect the beautiful power of God, Right? Does it not only show that we have a loving Father that is the creator of the universe, that for him there is no impossible, for him there is nothing that he can't overcome. Um, not only does it point to that wonder of him, but it reminds me, and I hope it reminds you of one of the beautiful truths that God has, where his ways, his thoughts, his aims for us are so much better, so much bigger, so much more beautiful than our own. You have this picture of this this crippled man sitting at the gates begging for change right this, hit, this guy's good day 
This guy's good day is a day of pain and hurt, but hey, somebody gave me a little bit of money. That's that's a win to him. That's that's a good day. And as he sees Peter and John walk by, that is the highest hope he has. The highest hope he has is that somebody will take a few coins and give them to him. That is it. That's the best that he can do. And little does he know that the two men walking by him who don't have coins to give him, instead, because they are instruments of the Holy Almighty God, the creator of the universe, the one that said his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to this earth to die for our sins, wash them clean, and raise up a new life. Because they are instruments of God, those men carry with them, not coins that can change the material point of his life, but they carry the spirit and power of God that can change his life. And in that moment, these men reach out and they pour God's spirit upon him. And it heals his body. And not only does it heal his body, look at what else happens, right? It says immediately to grab the right hand and strength goes into his bones. But then what happens? He leaps up and he walks and he jumps and he praises God. So not only does the power of God come into this man's life and heal his body and give him a material blessing that is far beyond anything that he could have hoped for, He's hoping for loose change and God restores his body. But additionally, it restores his soul. And brothers and sisters, I love this story because it reminds me that so often the things on my wish list, the things that I hunger for, the things that I yearn for, the things that if, if you just ask me off the top of my head, what do you want? If God gave me those things, they'd be so small. They'd be so frivolous. They'd be so silly. But God comes and he gives us something of such beautiful, eternal, and wonderful value. It blows away every dream and every wish list we ever had. I don't know if you ever do this, but I'm amazed sometimes at my own life in the way that either at Target or on Amazon that you can fill your cart with $100 of junk. (laughs) I mean, junk. It's nothing significant. It's nothing that matters. It's nothing that will have long value. It's nothing that's a game changer. It's just frivolous junk and it just, boom, it just comes in and eats it up. We do the exact same thing emotionally. We do the same thing mentally. We do the same thing spiritually. How many of us chase after being entertained by some silly TikTok video or Instagram picture or YouTube video or something on Netflix that we can binge and we're sitting here with the greatest treasure in the world gathering dust. Brothers and sisters, God has a much bigger plan for you than you ever had for yourself. And the dreams he has for you are bigger than any dream you could have for yourself. And that is why we choose to be his servant. That's why we say, I don't want to be king. I don't want the wheel. I don't want to dictate the path, Lord, because I know this about me. My path and my dreams, they are flawed and they are small. But you, God, your plans are perfect and they're eternal. And that's the beauty of God. Our Father, our Shepherd, He has a vision for the eternal and He has a dream for you that is bigger than anything you could ever have for yourself. And we are reminded of that in the story of this man. A poor crippled man begging for coins and instead is given new legs and a new life and a new spirit. What a wonderful God we have.
Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. Stay strong, stay diligent, stay healthy. I hope God uses you and God blesses you greatly. We will see you soon.